Welcome to the Secrets of High Demand Coaches podcast, where I interview some of the best coaches in the business to find their secrets and share them with the world. I'm Scott Ritzheimer, founder and CEO of Scale Architects, and we help founders and leaders find the right coach at the right time so they can achieve the predictable success they deserve. And a huge part of that is helping great coaches do great work that creates enormous demand for their services with way less effort. If you're a high demand coach, I'd absolutely love to share your story and expertise as well. So stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome, welcome once again to the Secrets of the High Demand Coach. And you are in for an absolute treat today because I have the one and only Carlos Davidovich, who was raised and educated in Argentina. And he's been living and working between Europe, the USA, and Canada for over 20 years, where he's become an executive coach, giving workshops on and lectures on neuromanagement, applying neuroscience in organizations and businesses. And you'll see that's a bit of an understatement because he's also the professor of neuromanagement in the MBA programs for uh, places like University of New York uh, in Prague, Czech Republic, uh, at GEA in Slovenia. He's also a guest lecturer for the Master's in Leadership program at the Lang School of Business and Economics at the University of Guelph. Uh, I think I said that right. And a thought leader with the Institute of Coaching at McLean Hospital, Harvard Medical School affiliate. And Carlos, uh, first off, wow. I mean, what a, a rap sheet here. Uh, and you clearly know what you, you're doing. And, and so... As I was researching for the episode, uh, you know, I just had question after question. I'm jumping ahead of myself here because I'm excited. But first, before we get to all of that, just add a little bit of color to this background for you. How did you know all of these experiences lead you to helping managers to employ neuroscience in their work? That is a great question. First of all, I want to say thanks, Scott, for the invitation because I'm delighted to be here. It's a fantastic podcast. I, I, I did all my, my research as well. So congratulations for your work. Um, how I get to this. First of all, I will tell you through an anecdote. I'm MD, so and I worked as MD for many years. And today, it's not unusual that people ask me, hey, you're a medical doctor, what are you doing, coach? I mean, when they, you must be missing your work as a doctor. And my answer, of course, thinking through time, is I'm still doing the same. Right. Because the final goal in medicine is to support people to heal in one way. And what we do as a coach is similar, maybe in a different realm, but it's similar. You need to support people to get better in whatever they want to get better. Medicine, of course, is same, same terms. I use the med give medication. It's a different, let's say, logistic. But in the end, the final uh, uh, goal is to support people to, to try to walk together through a path that will put them in a better place. I don't know if I, I was able to explain myself. That's good. That's good. So let's, let's kind of pull these worlds together. Uh, we've got lots of folks who are founders, leaders, managers inside of you know, organizations. They feel like they run about a thousand miles an hour. 
why why does this idea like how does neuroscience matter to to uh, okay. busy leaders that are are trying to lead their organizations forward today? You know better than me, Scott, that in this world of business, um, I would say the rational part of our brain is quite important because we need to make decisions, we need to analyze properly, and 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 to arrive to the to to right directions. What I found out through my work is how much people uh, need to understand better how the system works. I mean, it's like, okay, this, this is the tools that you have. Let's talk about the brain. And more you know, in a practical way, okay, don't get me wrong. This is not about to, to deeply neuroscience about neurons and those stuff. Now that is not useful. But in a practical way, more we know about the tool that we are using every day is better. Because then you can understand behavior, you can understand reaction of people, you can understand how to approach them better in a more productive way. So what I'm trying to to the business world is a way, I would say a doorway for better understanding, definitely for better doing. Yeah. So even just the word neuroscientist is probably intimidating to a lot of folks, right? It's this <laughs> yeah, idea yeah. like that. That's it's like, do I need to now? Like, I'm learning all this stuff to lead a business. I feel most days like I need an MBA. Now I need to, you know, get my uh, my doctorate. So, you know, again, I, I love the your ability to make these things simple. So do that for us, uh, and specifically in this idea of neuro management, right? Employing neuroscience in management. What's a what is that? And, and what's a simple step that we could take today? Excellent. I mean, neuromanagement is the best word because there's no other one. And it's just connecting two worlds, you know, neuroscience and business. That's neuromanagement. But you say, I, I saw, I mean, back on what you say, because people say, no, come on, come on. I don't want to complicate my life. I want to make it simpler. And then what I say is it's exactly what I want to do for you. I mean, to make it simpler. And this is not about understanding the, the core of the brain. No, no, it's not about that. It's about human behavior. Mm-hmm. And then I, for instance, all my workshops or lectures are based in regular business situations. And then that you can identify yourself with. And then I will ask, okay, what, what were the, the roadblocks or the barriers, whatever. What I can bring to the table is to explain you why. And to understand the why will take you to how to overcome these things. Yeah. In my coaching practice, what I always discuss with my clients is, okay, that's the way you explain X and Y situation. I will bring another interpretation. This capacity to change the perspective is already, I will say, um, a revolution in the brain because many times we are so much one-track mind. You know, We see things in one way that when I say, listen, listen, your brain, that part of your brain is talking now, so is looking for these results. Maybe it's not the most productive to you. Let's try to walk this different path. So in the end is showing the map and then it's decision of my client to decide to walk that path, yes or no. Make sense? It does. So just continuing on that thought of being able to reshape, what, what is maybe an exercise or, or a way of communicating that, that, that folks can start to employ you know, just as they go about their day today? Yeah. I like to, I, in, 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 I, I gave, I, I was lucky enough to give a TED talk, TEDx talk, and 
I presented model that I call metaphorically. As a leader, you need to first understand your internal team. Okay. And which all of us, we have an internal, different voices inside. Everybody identify with us. Work on recognizing the different narratives. That is a nice word to do. And then I explain what are those characters about. One is, of course, the rational mind that is very rational, analyze everything, uh, following processes. But the most powerful or the most, I will say, uh, determined in our daily life are our emotions. We like it or not. For instance, human brain is not prepared to make a 100% rational decision. Cannot. So then, wow, we, I need to understand my emotions. So try to understand the language of your emotions. Try to understand the narrative. Another team member in our internal team, from our internal team, are our it's instinct. So fight, flight, or freeze. I mean, just kill or be killed. I mean, it's very black and white. And you see it so much in, in general and in the business world as well. And also, the another component is intuition. That intuition is no magic. It's a quite, it's a process. It's the more sophisticated Google ever, <laughs> because with, it's, it's the way it works. What I'm going to say in a practical way, based on your questions, Scott, is start listening to yourself, and you will start little by little identifying different voices. Yeah. And in the end, it's your choice to pick which one you will follow. Makes sense? So, but be aware that it's not about that this, this happens to me and I don't know why. No, no, wait, wait. You can control that. You can be in charge. Yeah. And more more in control we feel, we feel better, of course. Better, I mean, that we can do better things in that sense. So then think, just listen to yourself. There's no other exercise. You don't need to do meditate. No, just listen to yourself. And you will start identifying those characters and pick which one is the most helpful in each moment. Yeah. Because not always they are trying to help us. Mm. Uh, so that brings me to a question. Um, how, how is it that our, our brains, especially when we're on autopilot, have a tendency to trip us? Where do they trip us up and, and how does that limit our success? Remember that, just not to go deeper on this, but we have different brains, so different parts of the brain through time, uh, today they are all intertwined, you know? I mean, the, the brain is quite adaptive, but there is one that is still is very powerful. That is the instinctual brain. And is the one that will trigger the survival of. And it was useful to us for millions and millions of years because it was the way to be alive, to keep us alive. But maybe today they are not, it's not so useful. So. Take care, this is the typical, you know, the typical saying, uh, when, when you receive an email that you like or somebody saying something that you don't like, just count until 10 and then respond. You know, that's the typical saying. That is not just a legend. This has a scientific support because it's to let that the information will reach the rational brain, the instinct can come down and you will respond in a different way. What I'm trying to say is don't feel, don't follow that first reaction that was created by 
through many, many, many millions of years to defend ourselves and not necessary today are helping. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> it's, so, it's so good. It's so good. So um, you have uh, this idea uh, of uh, five brain leadership. And so the question that that begs me is one, I thought I had one brain. So help us out with that. And you've kind of alluded to this uh, throughout our conversation. Uh, and then two, how many brains do you really need to run an organization? How, how does that work? I love the question, Scott. The truth is you cannot get away from them. And they work in team. You know, I mean, so we need what is it? Maybe that was not the way you formulated the question, but maybe the question I can is what is the right formula to deal with all our being? You know, I presented as a brain, different brains, because we have neurons here, we have neurons in our heart, neurons in our guts. So those are the different brains. What is the perfect formula? Not the perfect, the most productive formula. Let's let's take perfection outside out of the equation. The formula is identify with your positive emotions. Positive emotion doesn't mean everything is okay, okay? That is not correct because it's not true. Positive emotion is, or being positive is, I will try to find a solution, period. Maybe I don't feel okay. Maybe I mean I'm not happy. That's a matter. But I will go for the solution and I will stop complaining or playing victim, for instance. So the formula is identify a positive emotion that will take the lead. At the moment, the positive emotion is the one leading, the rational brain will give the best in the way to analyze processes because we are dumb and then we can, we can really rely on those analysis. Make sense? Yeah. Listen, and I will put it, listen to your in, in, in intuition. It's that voice that comes from nowhere but that many times is a source of information. Just listen. I'm not saying follow all the time what it says, but just listen. And leave the instinctual part, the instinctual brain, the reptilian brain, leave it just for emergency when there is a drama, okay? But if you want to be effective, lead your rational brain through positive emotions, emotions that will put you in a good place. And then you will take really the best of our rationality. That is amazing. But also can be hijacked, hijacked by, by the instinctual brain. And then it's not helping. Wow. I love that. Uh, if you want to be effective, lead your rational brain with the positive emotions. Uh, I mean, there's so much power in that. Uh, so yeah. uh, I'm not sure, I'm not quite sure how you top that, but I've got another question for you here. Uh, and please, I like, to, I like to ask all my guests and it's, it's this. What is the biggest secret that you just wish wasn't the secret at all? Well, what's that one thing that you wish everybody watching or listening today knew? You mean that they will see or know about me? <laughs> uh, no, no, just about if you were to say, hey, I want to sum up what I feel like I'm trying to convey to my clients, to those that are listening. What would that, what is that secret beneath it that you wish that they knew and understood? Wow, that, that is a very profound question. Love it. Is Stop relying on your past and, and fully understand that we are always moving to the future. So don't complain. Try to learn what to be adaptable means. 
I, I will try to explain myself because it's very important. The, most of the biggest conflicts are because people are attached to what they know in the way they do things. I always done it in that way. You know, that, that guy, you know, always is that. Please break a pattern. And the pattern doesn't mean to not to keep what was useful to me, but break the pattern because life is, we like it or not, we hate it by the way, life is changing, it's changing. I, I tell you, it's, it's a cliche, but it's true. That's the problem. <laughs> and nowadays, and through the pandemic, it was so obvious yeah. that we were, we, we just, the, the, only the only chance that we had is to be open and to see, okay, what is coming? Because uncertainty was at the top. Yeah. And of course we want to survive. Then we need to be open to what is coming. Makes sense? And in business, you know, I work with one concept that is called the new Q, the adaptability quotient, AQ. So no IQ, no EQ, AQ. And it's more complex than resilience. It's how I can grow with the new stuff that is coming. Yeah. Because there's no way out. Yeah. Well, so good. So good. All right, so I'm going to have you shift gears a little bit. I'm going to have you take off your uh, neuroscientist, lecturer, coach, and and mentor hat. And I'm going to have you put on your CEO hat, if you will. What's the next stage of growth look like for you uh, as a leader, and what challenge will you have to overcome to get there? Okay, as a CEO, I would like really to multiply myself through others. So... By now, I work by myself, but definitely I would love to work with other coaches, let's say, consult or consultants, and to be able to not only to replicate what I learned, but also to grow together. Yeah. And then I can see the image, let's say, like a, call it a team or call it a company, I don't care. But something that will really be able to expand this and to impact more people. Well, Carlos, uh, just a fantastic time. What a conversation. Uh, I, I feel like I've learned so much. I don't know how to take it all in, but uh, thank you so much for being here. For those of you watching or listening, you know that your time and attention mean the world to us. I hope you got as much out of this conversation as I know I did, and I cannot wait to see you next time. Take care. Scott Ritzheimer here. Thank you so much for listening to the Secrets of High Demand Coaches podcast. If you are a successful coach, consultant, or advisor who's built a strong book of business and would like to be on the program, please visit go.scalearchitects.com. And if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media and just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials? If you know someone who'd be a great guest, you can tag them on social media to let them know about the show. And make sure you include the hashtag high demand coaching. I love seeing your posts. I love seeing your guest suggestions. Thank you so much. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content to make sure you don't miss any of those episodes. Go ahead and subscribe now. Your thumbs up, your ratings, your reviews, they go a long way to help us promote the show and they mean a lot to me and my team. 
If you want to know more, you can go to our website, www.scalearchitects.com, or you can follow me or the company on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time.